Welcome to Profiling Criminal Minds. I'm Dan. And I'm Dr. Redmond. And just a quick little Sunday episode here to let you know that, uh, yeah, we have disappeared. Sorry about disappearing with no notification, but all kinds of drama happened. And I mean, <laughs> it's kind of amazing. I'll, I'll give the drama this, right? The drama waited until the season of Criminal Minds was over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah give it that you know the universe knew this was coming we were literally like said, we recorded that show on a friday we're like okay well when are we going to talk about uh uh when are we going to talk about the... wire in the blood the last episode and so i watched the last episode i'm ready to go and then that tuesday days later it was just one thing after another well, it was the Monday. Oh, yeah. Well, you're right. The Monday is when it started. You're right. Yep. Yeah. But it's just yep. like the big it news didn't started. come until Tuesday. So, uh, and then by that Thursday, somebody was in the hospital. Like, it was just, it's been a mess here, people. And so, thank you for your patience to the extent that you have decided <laughs> to be patient with us. Well, I mean, here's, oh. here's, here's the problem. This is not, neither Dan nor I have any problems of our own no, in fact it's all other it, people our our lives just keep rolling there's a little surus that is work right now but <laughs> you know that's that's a little surus that is the the nature of all things there's that, always going to be a hitch here and a hitch there a yeah. hitch there here and a hitch there exactly. at work i mean i have somebody said to me do you want to write a book for us and i went <laughs> yes Okay, absolutely. I do. Absolutely. I was so, stunned that I said it so fast. I'm not, I wasn't. Um, uh, yeah, yes. you weren't. Now. Uh, but the point is, the drama is going to keep us busy for a little while longer. We don't know exactly how that, the nature of drama is that we don't have an exact clock on it, I'm sorry <laughs> to say. Yeah. But we will keep you, if it if it's more than a week or two, we will do another one of these to keep you updated and let you know roughly when we're going to be back. I assume we're going to be back in like two weeks. But again, I can't say for sure. I, I would I would give it three to four weeks. This is what I'm saying. I'm, like, we I'm, honestly don't know. I'm a, I'm a um, pessimist. But what I have to know. <laughs> you are a pessimist. I, yes, a pessimist. Yes. Um, what I would uh, say is the the reason we can't do this is that all of this is very taxing and the stuff that we do on this podcast is very depressing. <laughs> uh, wire in the blood. The last episode. Is oh very my God. Depressing. And today I thought, well, let's let, or yesterday I thought, well, let's just look at touching evil. It's on a corner. God only knows where somewhere in the British stuff. And I, so I started it, I got kind of halfway through and then I watched another 15 minutes of it or no, I watched the rest of it this morning and I went, no, this is why we can't do our podcast because this is all too bleak. This is all too horrible. And I just want to point out, there's a reason that <laughs> Wire in the Blood lasted and uh, Touching Evil didn't. Oh, yes. Oh, for sure. But no, no, we're not going to talk about that. We're just yeah. going to talk about why we're not going to do sort of. For our own sanity, we need a couple of our, weeks yes. away from serial killers. Yes. Serial killers, child sexual abuse, um, murder, uh, <laughs> mental illness, uh, death. Gonna, yeah. All take, of take a break. Things, all of those things. It doesn't mean, I mean, I'm going to be writing about something 
<laughs> whatever. I have teachers. We've all got stuff that we have to do that is stressful and taxing at times. Of course. So uh, we just decided, <laughs> no, we, I, I said, look, we've got to take a break. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of just, rough stuff we have to do. So let's uh, look at the rough stuff we don't have to do and take yeah. a brief break from the rough stuff we don't yes. have to do. And for those of you who have only been watching us and listening to us since uh, season 16 of Criminal Minds um, and maybe looking at Wire in the Blood, but it's Criminal Minds people are interested in. Of course. Um, you know, we we sound we don't sound the sort of the way but all you have to do is go and listen to our episodes on for example the inside this is what you can do while we're gone <laughs> catch Start up going on the inside catch up on the inside and then you want to see depression you know? oh my god and then you yeah. want to see uh what sometimes i'm talking about i mean there was one episode where i was just like falling apart yep you know and just... the episode that to this day we maintain uh the show um what was it called kidnapped mm-hmm. was based on no a kick yeah whatever that's the novel they called i'm it. talking about yeah, the show the abducted novel. who knows what the show was yeah called. oh yes kidnap maybe yeah um yes the one about kick yeah um, the one kick novel and it's yeah. like we're pretty sure it was inspired by this episode of the inside a show almost nobody watched Yes, and it was really too bad. We've, we, but it put us in contact with Tim Maneer. So That's what true. the hell? No you complaints know. there. Um, oh man, yeah. For the record, if you haven't seen the inside, it's all watchable on YouTube. We did episodes about it. Um, hey, you know how Rachel Nichols was briefly on Criminal Minds? Yes. <laughs> Would you like to know why? Watch the show, The Inside. <laughs> the Inside is. It is really, really, really good. You would have to put a a disclaimer. You just have to understand that it can be very, very upsetting. Or go listen. It's more, more appropriate. Go listen to our discussing the movie The Collector and the book The Collector. Yeah, that's, you that's know? relevant. We uh, can or... we can tell you other things. The Mandalorian season three is coming. <laughs> very soon. Um, yes. Very soon, we've got. I just finished, and Dan had already watched the uh, the a spy among friends, which is well worth watching if you're into espionage stuff. Anything that's taking us away well, from. And the fun thing about a spy among friends is it's the true, st- well, true adjacent. It's been dramatized, yes. but you know, of course, uh, basic, effectively true story that led to all of John Le Carre's novels. Yeah. Like they were all inspired by this real thing that really happened that was, uh, you know, kind of an incredible part of British history that yeah. I don't think a lot of people know about. But uh, yeah. <laughs> it was the most serious, you know, in a world where like you you don't think of espionage as that big of a deal because, you know, the former president of the United States is out there just feeding government secrets to like Saudi Arabia and Russia. Anybody who wants them. <laughs> really, anybody who wants them. <laughs> Let's just say it used to be a big deal when someone stole government secrets and the Kim Philby story is like the greatest failure of a government security basically ever. And yeah. it's a whole series about it. Yeah. It, and then it you is, had Burgess and McLean. 
You well, and you had Anthony Blunt. And you had Anthony Blunt. And oh, then God. then you got Margaret Thatcher. The one the one thing we'll we'll give her kudos for is that she she went and leaked that Anthony Blunt had been a, a Russian spy because they were going to cover so, it up. Well, they did cover it up. Yeah. Well, partly because he was depending on who you talk to, how far she, he was like a second cousin of the queen mother, you yep. know, he was related. They were all related into this. It is a real indictment of the, this elite class. Oh yeah. That was running security. And mm -hmm. all of the guys from Cambridge. It was really the weird. Cambridge, Cambridge four. Like they all had these, you know, well, the recruited Cambridge five, probably. five. Yes, of course. <laughs> what's the guy, what's the last guy's name? Well, K Karen Cross. Karen, it was yeah, really Karen Cross, funny. It was really funny because in the list that they have in A Spy Among Us, they don't have when when Philby hands him this list of people. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay, Elliot gives Philby a list of people. Philby actually can't ha, goes through that list and circles a couple of names. Mm-hmm. And I won't tell you who or anything like that because it's all in the last episode. But actually, Karen Cross is also on that list. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, because they did also. But he also may have been just a minor spy or they didn't want any more. Well, there's the reason we only think of it as the Cambridge Four. Yeah. And like someone didn't make it into the big leagues. Yeah. Someone didn't make it into the big leagues. And um but it also tells you something about um, how the Russians, even then, were doing all sorts of disinformation and all sorts of stuff. Oh, yeah. It was. It's a fascinating. It's a fascinating look. It is slow, I think, for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. It would be, but it is well worth watching through because you get a true sense, I think, of just how complicated it is. If you haven't read or the Le Carre novels. Or if you haven't watched Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy or Smiley Circus or any of those other, we're not doing a spy podcast, so we're not looking at all those things. Yeah. Um, Len Deaton also is dealing with that in his nine books. Mm -hmm. They came out in trilogies yeah. and um, about the spy system. And I will tell you, and it is fascinating that the woman, oh no, um, well, she reminds you of Ruth in MI5. Yeah. Right? Because this woman that is the interrogator for Elliot um, is looks very much like Ruth, the oh, woman weird. who is key. Yeah. You think about it. You probably didn't think about it. I didn't think about that at all. Yeah, but she does. She, I can totally see it. Yeah. And yet she's not a real person. Oh, she's a composite. In in um in a spy among friends, yeah, she's not a real person, hmm. you know. Like there is no one person, so it yeah. had to have been a consolidation of a bunch of things. It's like uh, it's like when you're watching Chernobyl and they get to the last episode. Uh, oh, have you seen Chernobyl? No, it's delightful. But anyway, okay. Uh, well, I mean, it's unbelievably depressing. It's Chernobyl. You're not going to watch it. I don't want. The next I'm, I'm weeks. not watching. But anyway, it's great because like. The general in charge, right? So it's like yeah. there's three characters who've been following around the whole time. Uh, you know, the head of nuclear physics, the general in charge of the cleanup, and this uh, woman who's also a scientist working on it. And so you get to the last episode and it's like, uh, 
Uh, you know, the as depicted in the first episode, this guy killed the head nuclear physicist for Russia, killed himself to draw attention to Chernobyl and how bad the thing was because he was dying of cancer anyway, because he was at Chernobyl. And then it's like, uh, here's what happened to the general. He also died of cancer because of Chernobyl. And then they get to the woman and it's like, this character is a composite of 45 other scientists who worked on the problem. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Okay. That is a lot of people, but okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, but yes, I'm sure there, uh, I think that that happens a lot in this kind of historical fiction. Well, it ha I mean, it, it has, has to because you can't. Yeah. You know, exactly. if you want to keep things things tight. Yeah, and, there's, um, there's only so many characters you can ask people to keep track of. And if there's constantly a new interrogator, it's going to get yeah. confusing. Well, I will tell you, it was wonderful watching um, Guy Pierce and... Damien Lewis. Damien, Damien oh, Lewis. Oh, I love Damien Lewis. Yeah. Now, mind you, you know, I mean, in Billions... And then I, he was, he was great in the first year of, um, Homeland, Homeland, which I watched till season three and then said, I just can't take yeah, it. Yeah. That was a good time to stop watching Homeland. I think oh, a lot of people agreed with you on that time to stop about, watching Homeland. Yeah. <laughs> it was about episode four. I just went, no, like, I, I don't do need this, this anymore. anymore. <laughs> but I'm, the first I'm fine, season thanks. was. So damn fine season of television that first oh, season. But, this business of people not being able to do British accents. <laughs> I mean, Damien Lewis is perfect. Nobody would know that he was Brit, a Brit. Yeah. Um, but uh, the guy who plays Angleton is, it's a very awkward American accent. Oh, so I don't know whether they went and got a bunch of American accent actors at one point <laughs> because, but um, it's, it's, it's awkward. Yeah. So anyway, because of course we're all talking about McCarthy coming in before this. It, it just is um, the whole thing is fascinating. Well, but I mean, they've done an incredible job and I would recommend anybody watching. And it turns out that's going to be our big recommendation for this week. Yeah. <laughs> Check out this wonderful Spy Among Friends because it, it really is a window into like this amazing part of British history. Where it's like you have this idea that all of these guys were, I mean, I, I almost want to say destined to rule. You know, and it's like this entire class of people who were, you know, chosen from birth to be in charge of the security apparatus of this country. And it's like, uh, yeah, they're still people, though. Yeah, they're still people, though. Like, and they're, whenever they're you want yeah. to, you, you, you can understand when you're watching some of this, right? Why people, there are people who want to get rid of the monarchy and that whole oh, yeah. upper class system. In because Britain. it's like, <laughs> these guys were able to do what they did because there was such deference to yeah. their class and their social standing. You know, there's an episode, I was first introduced to this by an episode of Yes Minister about it. You know, about how it's like, well, yeah. there's, he was one of us. So of course we didn't look too hard at him. Of course, he just waved off the security check. He was one of us. Yeah, why wouldn't we? It, yeah, it is. It you, is. You don't. Uh, you don't. When a gentleman tells you something, you don't check on whether he was lying or not. It's the <laughs> word of a gentleman. <laughs> oh you God! Wonder why, yes, Minister Monty Python and the rest yeah. of it. Oh God! Oh, yeah. do these skewering? Yeah, they but... skewer these upper class twits. 
as they call them. It it is yeah. it is uh, it is a fascinating look. It really is, and um, for people, it's in. I, I, I sometimes, I sometimes really, really wonder how the empire, because you can see it, right? Yeah. How the empire functioned as well as it did for so long. You know, I mean, you have to go and see. The uh, I think the answer, the the true answer, the real answer is there was so much money floating around that you could paper over all of the idiocy. Because if you have enough money to throw at a problem, that problem will get solved. But the minute the, you know, the minute the money stops coming in, you realize, oh, I'm surrounded by grasping, greedy fools who don't actually know how to do anything except throw around bribes. Uh, Well, when you run out of bribe money, it turns out you're not good at anything. (laughs) That's a lot of what it is. Yes. And if you if you also want to watch something that's a comedy, you can go watch. Uh, is it Jeeves with Hugh Laurie and Stephen oh, Fry? Jeeves and uh, Worcester, yeah. Worcester and Jeeves or Jeeves yeah. and Worcester, whatever oh it is. Oh, my God. Oh, my it's Lord. Perfect. It's perfect. It is a perfect. Hugh Laurie does the perfect upper class twit. Oh, he's he's fantastic. Uh, there Fry is, unfortunately, has... one episode you can skip where Hugh Laurie's in blackface. Uh, probably shouldn't <laughs> yeah. have done that. Well, you know, it's back in the old days when nobody it's was in the late 80s like and people thought that was okay. Still, it wasn't still. then, but, you know, they still did it. But now, thank heavens, they're not doing it anymore. But yeah, skip that one episode and uh, enjoy and the okay. rest of it. And yeah. you'll like, and I guarantee you'll really enjoy it. It's just such a fun show. Yeah. yeah Jeeves and Worcester, Spy Among Friends, just like uh, the past of England. Such a fun thing to learn about and watch about. Yes, because, you know, it's uh, if you if you think there are all these problems in the 80s and the 90s and the 2000s and the 2000s and 10s and the 2000s and teens, 20s. No, (laughs) it used to be. uh, Oh, yeah, it's it's been bad before. And the other things we could suggest is is if you can find it, because I don't know if it's anywhere. uh, Breaker Morant. Oh. If if you want to follow in this this scheme of things, and then the um, and then the Gallipoli, go yeah. watch Gallipoli. If you want to, if you want to watch something, I mean Gallipoli. I it's I a started, downer. It's well, it's a real downer. I mean, but if I want to cry, I mean, yeah. I just just turn I, on Gallipoli. I went into I went into I went to see it with a friend of mine who was Australian and we had just come back from Australia. So we went to see it when it was in Ottawa and I started sobbing about 10 minutes in. You know where this (laughs) story is going. I knew where the story this is set in World War One. Gallipoli is the last stand in uh, of Anzac, Anzac's last uh, battle. Mm -hmm. Um in at Turkey and the war was over. The war was over fighting. Well, because the twits decided they had to have their tea on the ship and they didn't bother telling anybody on shore that the war was over. Yeah. Because they had gotten the message on ship. They had gotten the communique. Yes. But they had to have tea first. Yeah. They're not (laughs) going to interrupt that just to tell people to stop fighting. Very, very early Mel Gibson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Like a, just a fantastically young Mel Gibson plays the best friend in the movie. Uh-huh. And uh, he's, he's great. I mean, don't get me wrong. I hate Mel Gibson, but <laughs> he's an unbelievable talent. Well, I'm sorry. Well, here, here's the point about Mel Gibson. Cause I went and I watched lethal. I thought, well, can I do this? I watched lethal weapon one to four yeah. last weekend because that's all I could do. Last <laughs> that's weekend. all you could function. I could function yeah. because I had the week off this week. Right. So I was given to marking and a whole bunch of other things, gotcha. but I just like, Oh my Lord. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's too bad he turned out to be such an asshole, but at least he wasn't Woody Allen. That's true. No, he's just you know? a regular, I mean, like his dad's just a hardcore, you know, fascist Christian anti-Semite. And he took on all of those, uh, took on all of those traits. Like he is his father's son. Exactly. Well, it's not like he's the first father's son that we know. <laughs> it um, screwed up that badly. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and, uh. But I meant it, but no, nah, it didn't bother me. No, I you can still surprised. watch it. Well, you I mean, can, I on on another podcast, it. I recently covered the movie where he plays Santa who shoots a bunch of people. And it's like, you watch me, you're like, I mean, I know I hate this man, but he's such a, like, you get it on screen. And it's such an incredibly magnetic performance every time you see him. Like, I don't well, know that he's ever given a bad performance. No. And take a look at take a look at the Mad Max. Exactly, it's magic watching him on screen. You know, and you know he was just too old for Fury Road. Yeah, yeah. which well, is I a mean, brilliant movie. Them, There's oh, something. It's, else it's a perfect movie, but it yes. took him 14 years to make it, and so he was too old by the time they made it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so Fury Road. Ooh, I mean, watch there's Fury Road. Yeah, watch Fury it's a, Road. It's a film about how misogyny is bad. <laughs> Yeah, you know, right up my alley. <laughs> it's like, it's not, it is not a film that is subtle in its messaging. Yes. You know, the title of my book, if I if if it does get accepted in the rest of it, and that I'm writing, you know, working out table of contents and yeah. what I'm going to, where I'm going to go with this and how I'm going to get there, um, because it's just a short one. Yeah. Um, so it's going it, to be a monograph. Yeah. So one it's, of my favorite words. Yes, it's going to be fine. But I'm sort of sitting there and I'm going, enabling rape culture. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's there. Well, that's going to be I the should... subtitle. That's going to be, no, you're, going to have a catchy, the... you're going to have a catchy title and then it's going to be how so-and-so enables rape culture. Well, we'll see how it goes. Enabling rape culture will be in there somewhere. Yeah. Oh, no, it has to be because yes. that's what, you know, uh, well... Uh, if you've ever, we've, if you're a longtime listener, if you've heard her uh, talk a lot about the church, <laughs> it's, someone has decided it's time for her to actually write the book on that. On, on Christianity. Someone yeah. called my work a gold mine. Yeah. And I just went, say what? Okay. Uh, um, a gold mine that made it, that was so controversial that you could never work in your field of study. Uh, <laughs> 30 so, years it took for, you know, the plague to become a gold mine, apparently. Yeah. Well, what happens, it's it's the plague. What it is, is Me Too. Yeah, it is. Me Too has People shifted are finally, everything. And I'm going to say it. It helped that, let's let's be honest here. It helped the spotlight won the Oscar. Yeah. Yes. It really it helped. helped the spotlight won that Oscar. Yeah. And Me Too. Yep. And allowed people to talk think, about this finally. Yeah. So, you know, because you've got... 
uh, you know, all of this thing, because it's really Christianity that I'm talking about mm-hmm. as a as a as a social system. Yep. And um, because it is the backbone of Western society, and that's oh, all yeah. there is to it in all of its forms. And and now it's going, although I heard somebody talking about um this the new president of Ethiopia who has become a Pentecostal and of course he's decided he was his mother said he was ordained by God. Oh, and God. um yes, you know, and everything that goes along with that, uh, we all know. And the only thing I'm sitting there going, but don't you understand that okay, this is Ethiopia. Have you never heard of Haile Selassie? Yep. The the God, the basically the prophet of of Rastafarianism, literally new messiah, the new messiah. Yeah, you know they have a history I mean, of this stuff. Yeah, Ethiopia has a history of this stuff, so yeah. it's not bizarre. I mean that it's taking the form of pen of this particular type of, and she yeah. breaks it down. It's this particular specific type of Pentecost. this branch of the Pentecost from so and so, and it finds you know, its origins and blah. And well, I'm it like, was okay. Well, no, but I'm going at least at least she's literate in the subject. She's written a yeah. book. There's a book out there about it, but I'm going, yeah, I mean, I'd bring up Haile Selassie and I'd bring up, you know, by the waters of Babylon. And Well, what I always say is, wake me up when snake handlers take over. (laughs) (laughs) At least they're a little interesting. Uh, Oh, oh, I saw something really funny. Okay, now what was it? It was, um, God, now I can't remember except that he put up, I think I put it on my my Twitter feed, but he put up a picture. They were talking about how they had no money. Oh, the Southern Baptist Convention. Ah, the SBC. Okay. I was talking about how it had no money. And it had no control over all of these sexual things that <laughs> abuses that happened in the churches within its thing. And it had no Jesus. money to deal with it. And the commentator put up a picture of uh, from um, Brother Where Art Thou with, you know, where they're sitting in the, yeah. in the car trying to drive along the, the four, four convicts. Yeah. <laughs> decide where they're going to find the money and what they're going to do. He said, yes, these are the leaders of the Southern Baptist Convention talking <laughs> about why they can't do anything, why they have no money. <laughs> to deal with, you know, all of the sexual assault that they covered up. And everything else. Spoiler yeah, alert, I'm- it's not just the Catholics. This yeah, happens yeah. anytime you allow men to say that they speak for God. Oh, yes. I mean, you know. Yeah, you know, I'm going... It's why, it's why, it's one of, I maintain, probably one of the reasons Jesus was against men being allowed to say they speak for God. <laughs> yes, well, yeah, you know. But it, don't say that too loudly. Because... I know, right? <laughs> All right, so uh, this has been our fun check-in. Thank you so much uh, for dropping by. We're, we're, we're trying to find humor where we, we can. are. We are. We're trying to do it where we can. I think we're doing okay. Uh, like I said, we'll be back soon. Um, even if we're not doing, um, you know, even if it takes a little while to amp up to rewatching season 16 and doing our recap and covering Wire in the Blood and then starting watching Cracker, uh, we will drop by, you know, with Sunday check-ins because that is always a fun little thing to do. 
Uh, I'm going to talk a lot about how much I love this Resident Evil in VR because I love Resident Evil in VR. Have you got the new VR? The update? I got the PSVR too. Yeah. Yeah, it's... of course you did. Well, what, I, what a, you know, stupid question. <laughs> it was a very stupid question. Well, Russia Blood Two was supposed to be done on launch day. You know, Supermassive's <laughs> new uh, shooting game, but uh -huh. then it got pushed back till March. So ugh, <sighs> all I can do is play Resident Evil, which I'm happy to do. It's a masterpiece. All right, so we will okay. see you. Uh, we will see you all back here soon. If you have any questions, if you have any comments, if there's any profiling related fiction you'd like us to check out when we're up and running, please drop us a line at profilingcriminalminds at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, if you're listening to this on some sort of an app or podcatcher, please rate and review. That's how people find the show. We'll see you back here soon for more, but until then, I'll say that's right. Au revoir. See you soon. Profiling Criminal Minds is a member of the Kinks Podcasting Network.